All right, y'all. What's up? It's your boy, Sammy Socialite. It's your boy, Just JT. And we're bringing you yet another episode of Hot Sauce Podcast. Uh, today, we have our first official guest on Hot Sauce. It's so awesome to have <laughs> Bree Singleton. <laughs> Finally. I'm honored. I didn't know I was first. Yes, you were the first hot sauce guest of Deuce Deuce, a.k.a. 2022. Take that. Starting the year off take on that, the right that. note. <laughs> and the first episode of the new year. Before we get started, just like to ask, how y'all guys been? How have y'all been? How's y'all first 13 days of New Year's? How that been for y'all? It's been interesting. Um, I feel like I'm still tying up loose ends from 2021 almost. Like, I feel like my year hasn't really started yet. Oh, yeah, I took, like, the first 10 days off of work, so I just got back to work, so I'm feeling refreshed. But be nice. No, it is. Hey, it's working, off in work. it's great. working in the industry, you work in, it's well-deserved. Yeah. necessary. You know, I didn't get Christmas or none of that off, so, you know, I had to make Ooh. up for it, so. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Ain't, you ain't get the same um, holiday off breaks like everybody else. Right, did. right, right, so I had to switch it up, but I'm better now, so. That's good, that's good. What about you, Samuel? You know... I don't like to talk about things like that. Uh, Why? Anyway, uh, 2022 is a new year, but, you know, we're living the same old life, so. It's true. Pandemic year yeah. three. Ugh, right. <laughs> Let's not talk about that, because at this point, I think everybody is basically like, I don't give a fuck about this shit. Which is, Pretty much, Which I mean, is horrible. In Atlanta. Now we'll never... Get over it. Oh, bro, I, you know, I've been accepted that. I've been accepted that. We ain't never getting out of these motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Way yeah. these people acting? Shit, it'd be a miracle if we get out. These people. Care to elaborate on these oh, people? Wow. Wow. Oh, uh, I mean, you know, you don't have to elaborate I'm not on those that know, know, and those that don't know. Well, you might be one of them people. We'll just leave it mm-hmm. at that. That's fair. Just real, real nasty, nasty work. Uh, anyway, so. Mm-hmm. JT has the topics for today. Ha. Yeah. Um, waiting on him to, you know, pull out one. All right. Let's see. Well, yeah, first and foremost. My fat, my fat, before I do that, let me start oh, my new year. God damn. I just realized. That. Oh, God. Oh, well, nigga. No, neither one of us asked you how your year was. Yeah, Sorry. Because, I, cause, I, because honestly, we don't care. <laughs> I don't gonna keep it right. I don't, don't, don't care. I care. So you can tell me how you, you can tell me how your year's going. Jeez. I care. But anyways, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, my year so far has just been chill and relaxed up until um the fifth of the sixth. Fifth of the sixth. Uh I thug it without my car. Ooh. Hey, we here. Ghetto. No, I feel I know, but thank goodness for my lovely girlfriend to help me, you know, Maneuver. with situations. But we gon' we're not gonna get into that. But just know, outside hmm. of that, I cannot complain. The New Year's been good. The thought has a girlfriend. Must be nice. <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna never let, let that shit. Be. Nope, because I mean, every time I post a clip on Instagram, niggas like, who is that thigh? Like, I'm like, mm. who's saying that shit? None of your business. Personal. Exactly. You <laughs> All right, man. So anyway, All right, um, <clears throat> I was going to say Bree needs to introduce herself. Tell us a little bit about for those that yourself. don't know. Bree, introduce yourself. Sure. Uh, like I said, my name is Bree Singleton. Uh, on Twitter at Bree underscore Singleton. I guess. Um, literally, I started in the media industry coming out of college. I had an internship at Radio One. Uh, from there, I turned that into a promotions coordinator for Radio One. Mm. Uh, so get to do a lot of or got to do a lot of different events, concerts, and things. Um, lost that job because of the pandemic, and uh, kind of you know switched gears into sports. So now uh, I work for the Athletic. Um, content programmer there, uh, so I send push notifications and put stuff on our website, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then I write a little bit on the side too. So all things sports and entertainment, I'm pretty much involved in. That's kind of how I got to follow the both of you and got to connect with the both of you on Twitter. So um, it's dope to be here for sure. 
Finally, man. <laughs> I know. We've been trying to make this. We've been trying to make this. I got to take, I have to take this back to uh, 2027. Hmm. When, we, when we talk, we supposed to link for her birthday at Piedmont Park. Oh, no, 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 no. All right, all right. So this is what happened. Wow. So, no, 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 no. So let me story tell you. Time, no, story time. No, no, no. I got to tell you exactly what happened. Okay, right. so my birthday during 2020 was during the worst possible week. This right. was the week of the George the George yeah, Floyd. Yeah, uh, This was the week of the George oh, Floyd protest. Oh, when we were at CNN showing, I mean, when they I'm were at, when they, <laughs> when they were at uh, CNN I showing out. I don't know. We, 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 yeah. But, but that, yeah. that week. Oh. So I was in the middle of that week, so mm. what I did, uh, oh, that was, bro, that was, so we had a curfew that week, so right. I had a couple friends kind of link up at Piedmont Park, and if you haven't been to Piedmont Park, Piedmont Park is huge. Yep. So if you don't say exactly where to go, where it can get kind of confusing. Um, and so JT had uh, DM me on Twitter, and I was like, "Yeah, come through it. We're gonna be at the park. Boom, boom, boom." What happened was I got pretty drunk and <laughs> forgot to check my Twitter DMs. <laughs> and so by the time that he was like, "Yo, where you at? Where you at? Where you at?" and I looked at my phone later, I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah, when I was there, like it was I, when I got there. From what I remember, I got there. I'm not sure, folks. It was it was folks there protesting. Or they're getting ready to protest, but no, it was like, it was, but I do remember this. It was fucking army takes yes. on that street. When I yes. saw that, I was yes. just like. That was a what? wild It was the craziest week. Atlanta. Man. Bro, like, it's, thinking about what was going on during that time period, where it's like, all this, all this shit was going on with George Floyd. Like, not that long after that, we had days where folks were at CNN. Folks were riding all throughout the city, protesting man, throughout man. the city. And um, while at the same time this is going on, niggas were still was also getting out, being niggas, yeah, living life, club partying in the fucking pandemic. Yeah, Atlanta was buck wild. See, I try to do the responsible thing and give y'all space to be six feet apart. You know what I mean? But it was definitely army tanks just coming down the street. It was just there because I remember seeing it. It was I think some rain came out. Yeah, it did. It was was such a strange time. But I was like, I got to see my people. This is wild. This has been going on for a very literally. Literally, that was two years it's ago. It's about to be summer three. Oh my goodness! Well, we gotta get through spring three first, but whatever. <laughs> I, I mean, it. It, is, it is what it is at this point. But um, I want to talk to y'all real quick, real quick. Let's get that get this out the way. Mm. What about them? Uh, what about them dogs? Congratulations, man! I'm a, a champion two times over. Like it just feels surreal. I'm disgusted. Whoa! About Aren't you a Georgia Tech fan? Which I'm exactly, disgusted. Which is exactly <laughs> which is exactly why I'm not finna spend my time talking about the Bulldogs. So y'all can talk about whatever y'all want to talk about. I'm just gonna be sitting here because uh, <laughs> f them. I don't know how. How did you become a Georgia Tech fan? Like you just went so against the like. Where who are who really, else are I the Georgia Tech? Because like, I, I didn't know they had fans against the grain. A lot of people in Atlanta, where Georgia Tech is, grew up Georgia Tech fans because number one, well, you know we're different age groups. So again, for me, Georgia Tech won the national championship the year I was born. So growing up. They were the prevalent team in Atlanta. They always gave black players the opportunities to play and make stars. So that's part of the history of why I'm a Georgia Tech fan. And again, once I, you know, kept growing up, I always knew Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech. So that's why I'm a Georgia Tech fan. And that's in basketball, football, and everything. Because especially basketball now, what we're not going to do is pretend like Georgia Tech uh, isn't uh, you know, winning basketball program that has produced many NBA players, maybe not the biggest stars, but we have a lot of players that go. So, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, but that's that's why. And uh, f them people from country ass Athens. <laughs> and I hope y'all have a nice time at y'all celebration this weekend, and don't get arrested because you know how they love arresting black people in Athens, including their own football players. Sop. I song? mean, hey man. Hey, man. I didn't go to UGA. So. I didn't go to UGA. I'm about to say, yo, I'm just a bulldog I mean, we man. know you went to a historically big college. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the opportunity. Oh, look at you repping. Where did you, where did you I go to school? Now, yeah. University of West Georgia. Good old PWI. Oh, Lord. Hey. Not us having beef on all levels. What you? Valdosta State. Oh, boop, my boop, God. Boop, boop. Give me that peach basket. I said it's PWI. Don't thank you. Don't thank you. PWI, PWI. Valdosta, let me stand back. Let me watch this unfold. I think it's racist that y'all have to call it a PWI when you're discussing it with African-American students. 
True, but that's the name of the word. Because it wasn't predominantly white to me. I saw I saw a lot of black people. No, it's true. It's true. Still. Hmm. You still call it a white school? No, it's it's called a a regular public institution. It's not called a... Public white institution? No. (laughs) Public public institution. Public white institution. P-W-I. Yeah, a school with money and new dorms and new buildings. My PWI and actually paid for my tuition, so I don't, I don't. Mm, yeah, mm. I don't know what y'all got going uh, on over there, but mm. I mean, you paid to live in shackles Oof. and burnt down buildings, and I mean, hey, y'all sound like uh, slaves. Uh, 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 no, exactly. Our y'all paid experience be- was not <laughs> never of that at all. It was never of at that. Southern. Yes, mm, well, I know. I know plenty of HBCUs on the East Coast. That were ghetto. Yeah, struggle buses. But you know, we appreciate the history. We appreciate you know the people who came before us and were able to set that precedent. But you know, mm-hmm. shout out to you and your your collegiate experience. I enjoy mine. Did you enjoy yours? Of course. I mean, that's how it's my life. That's what I'm saying. It ain't for with a very very limited white right. interaction. Well, hey, I can't get mad at that. Yeah, I cannot get <laughs> you mad. You can say yeah. You gotta respect it. Sorry. But anti whore. <laughs> We weren't supposed to be arguing about HGCU PWIs today because that wasn't on the list. Well, but I always, I always have to take a shot because of that post earlier. Exactly, exactly. Funny thing is, I met I met bro before. Um, do uh, make posts? AJ. Oh AJ, yeah, my mm-hmm. bad, my bad, my bad. I met before at a homegirl's house for a barbecue. I too have met AJ a few times because you know I have a lot of friends that found. You, so. I also have a lot of friends and family too. Exactly. Oh yeah, JoJo and him That's are friends. Where I met him at. Yeah, yeah, JoJo and uh, AJ are good friends. Yeah, small really world. Friends. Very small world. <laughs> I too, as I told you guys before, had a part-time membership to the FAMU University Club. So mm. I feel like a lot of niggas that did though. Yeah. I mean, when you go to Valdosta and FAMU is an hour away, yeah. like we was to. over there, like all the time. I will be. Tally's crazy. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. All right. Um, let's see. Um, shit, shit, let's just get into it. Mm. Why does Twitter hate podcasters? Matter of <laughs> fact, why do they hate niggas who podcast? That's a hmm. great question. That's a great question. Anybody can free, can feel free to chime in. Speak your mind. Speak your mind. <sighs> mm. I think I the podcast that we see on Twitter mm-hmm. are made specifically to get the reactions that they get. Like... Yeah. No offense to men, but most of the time it's like two or more men sitting down. A lot of times they're either bashing women, yes, or they, <laughs> or they're talking about like Twitter topics. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, yeah. dinner with Jay Z. Like is she supposed to pay for dinner? Like it's just it's all these topics Lame that we kind of see shit. on the internet, Lame and they clip it up and they put it on a timeline, and we argue about it every time. Like we could argue about the same sort of video. Every other day, and it never gets old. It's literally the same topics that Twitter argues about on a daily basis. Yeah, like, I know the one that exploded the other day was those two black guys talking about how they don't date black women. Like, of course you can clip that up and put it on Twitter and it's going to go crazy. There's one thing that I can say is even though that shit's idiotic, a lot of these podcasters, they know what the hell they're doing. Oh, for sure. They know what the hell they're doing when they're speaking on certain topics. They know what they're doing when it it comes to certain things. They know what's going to go viral, Yeah, no matter how negative it is. And sure enough, when that video of Asian L came out on that goofy ass podcast, oh my! I'm just saying, ain't, uh, you talk about it, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give no name. I mean, mm, like, no, yeah. Anyway, so, well, yes, yeah, Asian L was on there for those that who may not know, which I don't know why. Um, said dude was mean, and dude was trying to was getting sassy with her. Told her if you don't like what she what he said, you get out. Not she, he, not she said he was getting sassy. He was getting sassy. Any mm. look, dog, any man like that that is talking to a woman like that is getting sassy. Hmm. But won't talk a to man, a man with the a same man is supposed oh, yeah. to talk well, to a woman uh, a certain let way. Me you, let me take that back. A man who talks to a woman like that but won't give the same energy to a man to talk the same way is sassy. DJ mm. Academics, for example, but he often goes off on the women that he that he interviews. He was on that same pod too. Oh, he went off on that girl. And that girl pulled a gu- was about to pull a gun on him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this, this is getting real. No, it is. This sassy is, man bashing. It's, it's okay, podcast mm. beef. No, it's it's a it's a real thing. But I think that's on us as the consumer. Like, if we see those clips floating around on Twitter, we this have the is, power to ignore it. This is this is what 
when it comes to shit like that, I always come back to what um uh the homie Kodak said. You know, Kodak, big homie Kodak, the homie house. You got yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. You got so on a hat. You got on a hat. You just you're just not realizing that because I thought you were debuting something under the hat. I've been having a black. Hey! The thought got new brain. You already know. Why do you keep calling you a thought like that? That's crazy. This is my past. Got his his Trey Young. I mean, not Trey Young. um, Trey Songs braids on. You get it all. Trey Songs is canceled. Don't put that on my man. Do not. Don't put that on. Don't put that on him. He's not doing that. You know, that's one of those little clips I could put on Twitter and chop it up. You know, make it seem like that. You're gonna throw me to the wolves. You're gonna throw your own part of the wolves. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, man. But, um, uh, what I'm saying yeah. was, um, this is what uh, the homie Kodak has said before. Like I said, like you said, Bree, a lot of the times this falls on the people, the, the viewers, it falls on the tweeters because, um, the tweeters, yeah, tw- <laughs> tweeters, nah, uh, like that's the that's correct terminology, yeah. yeah. Because a lot of times, I've seen a lot of times where I see some people get on Kodak about his content. Now, mm-hmm. although me personally, I was on his pod before, I had a good time. It's, Mm. For what it is, it's real, real good vibes, real good energy. But I know some of the stuff I don't entirely agree with, but it sells. But it's like I'd be seeing some folks on Twitter trying to get, trying to get on him, and others saying, you know, the the content that he's showing is dangerous. Why are you not showing positive content? And it's like I remember him saying he posted some something positive before Mm -hmm. and get no traction. So it's like. You can. You're asking the viewers, the tweeters, asking, trying to say, we don't like this content. Why don't you show positive content? Cool. Show positive content. Don't nobody really say nothing. Don't nobody really care about it. And me personally, I've already accepted a long time ago that when it comes to um, Twitter, especially Black Twitter, niggas niggas love mess. Like I give I give you one example. You know, it's not about podcasts. It's more so about uh, shows, which delve into right this. the last season of Insecure, like, you see a lot of niggas trashing the last season saying it wasn't really as good. Mm. Although it was a slow pickup, like, the main theme behind it was growth. Like, everybody clearly in that last season showed that they grew from the past season. It was about growth. It was about healing. It was about getting to a better place. And, was, and then, and then <laughs> she went back to her past. So did she grow? Actually, she chose herself. Remember, mm. that's a debate we can have. Like she chose herself. Everybody say Issa Rae should have chose us. Not Issa. Issa D should have chose herself. Actually, she did. Yeah, she chose what she, she wanted. Yeah, because yeah, as Molly and she lived said, every, she did everything that most Twitter folks, mm. specific that specific side of Twitter asked wanted her to do. live, be in her career, flourish in her career, get a little, get a new nigga. She did mm. all that. Then she realized she, she still want she it wasn't him. She still mm-hmm. wanted Lawrence. She wanted she wanted and she to be wanted, a stepmom. She wanted Lawrence again. So it's like she technically did what y'all asked for. It just doesn't look like how, how y'all you, think it looks. Mm, so that's, that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> but I, but to continue for the conversation conversation about you know straight women podcast. I mean, I get the, I get the jokes. I understand the jokes because it's very true. It's a lot of lame ass motherfuckers out here. Ooh. Thinking who thinking they have one good conversation, mm-hmm. they can just start a podcast. Right. Niggas is just talking about Twitter topics. They don't even know what the fuck they talk about. Niggas that don't even got coof to talk about <laughs> the shit they talk about. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I, I understand the jokes, but don't get it twisted. I follow a lot of real niggas that be doing that be talking about real nigga shit on podcasts. I can name you a few. Real Samuel and niggas. I. These are real niggas. How, okay, okay. My We're gonna guy. say all right, all right. Save all the free promo. Um, Damn, I'm bro. going to talk because clearly I didn't say anything about the topic yet. Um, hmm. I'll do the promo later. I feel like, I feel like honestly, people just hate on anything that they see other black people doing that they don't have the courage to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen people saying that, um, they drop. Podcast, well, podcasting is the worst thing that happened to black to the black community. I mean, right, that that type of jokes be lame. As and it's yeah. to me, it's silly because it's not. It's honestly podcasting, and this is and this is the real story about podcasting. Mm-hmm. Podcasting was made for people who want to 
have a voice in certain topics in the media or whatever that didn't have the opportunity nor a platform to do so. And so for creatives that are trying to express themselves, this is what podcasting was for. But now... Even outside of the the issue of people saying, oh, I hate podcasters or whatever, I personally, I have an issue with the the high, um, I guess like the high profile podcast and pro, uh, podcasters because yo, I think they're taking away big opportunities from smaller creatives that are trying to build their way up. Like, right, right. like why does The Breakfast Club have a podcast? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, why does Adam Schefter have a podcast? <laughs> like, he already is on TV on the biggest networks. You don't need a podcast, homie. Like, and so that that's, I have an issue with high-profile podcasts. I feel like it really should be for the normal creative that actually puts thought in their podcast. Yes, I mean, people, and, and this is why I don't hate the podcast that, are stuck on Twitter topics or doing the stupid rhetoric because if that's what they have the ability to discuss, they should be able to have that platform and express it. It hurts me when those dumbass podcasts are the ones that people blow up all the time. And they always do that all the time. Especially on Twitter. They always right. they don't know mm-hmm. how to talk about things they like. They always talking about shit they don't like. And then you wondering why Podcasts like that fresh fit goofy shit right. goes viral. <laughs> and it's so many podcasts. Yeah, so many. And the so podcasting many. industry is so young. Like podcasting just really took off within the past five years. For real, for real. And so and it's, it's still like, a long way to grow. I heard wild. like this we started at a really good time because I heard it's gonna be very, very, very profitable profitable within the next, I guess next five years mm. for what I heard. Yeah, but not with people, not I mean, with all these high profile people taking all the money. They're getting, like, I'm, I kid you not, mm. I promise you, people are getting paid millions to do podcasts. Mm-hmm. That are high profile. The bag is there. And that, that, that $3 million that, let's say, like a CBS radio is paying a certain person to have a sports podcast, Without even having like inside information, but just talking about the same stuff that's being reported, mm-hmm. that money could be easily divided and split to hungry creatives. Like I don't know. Yeah, right. There's so much money out there for for creators in the podcasting world, but again, like you said, it's too many big names that's in the podcasting world that should not do the podcasting world because they think just because they have a name. Just because they their name can sell it, but in actuality, a lot of that content be trash. Mm-hmm. The main thing about podcasting, for what we learned, is you got no you got know what you're talking about first and foremost, and it's topics that you're passionate about, you want to talk about, and some you had like you said, younger well younger and smaller creators that put a lot of thought into it, Absolutely. and so it's a lot of folks that just don't have the creativity or don't have mm. the thought to do it. And of course, it's, it's saturated. It's expected. The main thing. Just like everything else, is how can you stand out from everybody else? Because it was expected for a podcast to be oversaturated. Right. Like niggas seen it coming within like the last several years prior to prior to now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I, I feel I feel I don't really be caring about the pro well the bigger time pro podcast because it's, at this point I just see it as a money grab for them. They're mm-hmm. just doing it for the money. They're not doing it for the passion. Yeah, it's, boy, it's rare. The only time, the only time. I'm fine with pro for podcasters with big time celebrities is if the ones that are past their prime that can come back and give game, tell mm-hmm. old stories about what happened during that time. I like I like stuff like that. Like like what's the name? What's, my, what's the name of that part? Um All the Smoke. Or the, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, that yeah, one, that, that, one. that one's good. I'm is good. Stuff like that. Podcasts like that come out with them. Right. Out okay, with them. but guess what? Even stuff like that. Like they're getting top, like they're getting celebrities on there. They're getting high profile people to talk to them about that, right. and that's cute. But that's what I do, like podcasting and my blog and stuff for. Like I, I should be able to interview uh, John Collins for my sports podcast if I if I want to because mm-hmm. I am a legit journalist. Like 
I don't work for ESPN. Nope, you work. You work. For I work, and I feel like I feel like it's a lot of places that don't give us the opportunity to do that because people Whatever like that are why. taking away those opportunities. Yeah, because it's hard to like even get in the, in that industry. Like, it's so hard to like find an opportunity like that to you know work in the podcast or work in that said industry. So a lot of times with podcasting as well. A lot of times, creatives try to just they have to create something on their own terms to where they can create something that's going to help them get into that field in a way, whether they realize it or not. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's, it's just like the music industry. Like, it's super saturated. Everybody you know is a rapper, but I think it'll take consistency. And I think that's what the next five years of podcasting will bring. I think those creatives, like you got, like yourselves, um, will figure out a way to, to get their cream to rise to the top. I think it's going to take a little minute. But I think with consistency and longevity and a quality product, yeah. I think over time that'll eventually sift through all the bull and you'll be able to rise to the top. Yeah, it's going to take mainly, some time. But. That's mainly what it is. Um, it's That's which is with dreams and stuff, what you want to do in mm. general as well. Like Stuff like that, podcasting dreams. or building your own... Your own thing yeah. that takes. Yeah, I understand that takes a while. Sometimes it, it may take. It may take a while. So in the meantime, you know, all you can do is, um, like I said, get better at podcasting. Yeah. Make sure it's quality product. Um, build your audience. Also, network within the community. Network, network across, like we did, like we're doing now. Yep. Networking across from other folks, you know, you know, being part of a uh, podcasting community, one that you want to be involved with. Because a lot of times, even if it's after time, you know, you're in a circle of folks where you you everybody's doing the same thing. Yeah. Eventually, one person's gonna blow up. Well, that this pod's gonna blow up. This pod's gonna blow up. This pod's gonna blow up, and people have the ability to just bring you up. Yeah. So it was like you're networking across, and also you're already building your catalog. You're building your content up. So all it takes, all it takes, is one viral moment, mm-hmm. one moment that exposes you to a new audience. And all that work you did within the past years is gonna pay off because mm-hmm. all they gotta do is revisit the old stuff to get it to get to know you and all the ratings, everything go up and boom. So I understand, you know, as far as with creating and stuff, that takes time. And it just takes years depending on your your or work ethic. I don't know why I'm struggling. <laughs> yeah. It depends on your work ethic and oh shit. Okay, stop. It do that sometimes. Mm. Not sometimes. All the time. After 30 minutes. So, yeah. 15 minutes. Okay. Yeah, so. You get one. Oh, okay. Shit, I know. You always do. I be trying to stop you before you do it. And this helps a lot now, too, that I'm doing this. But I was like, okay. All right, so. You don't ever shut the fuck up? Yeah. I just got a lot of shit more to get off. Oh, that's why I can't. That's why you know I can't wait till you get your pie, so you can just be running your mouth. <laughs> I'll make sure it's quality when it comes up. So. Always. All right. Do you want? So to, let's uh, pick. All right. Do you want to, something? You want to venture into the uh, the double standard world, which kind of follows suit with what was going on? Do you? I mean, we have a woman here, so yeah. I guess. I'm okay. That's very true. <laughs> I am Damn. a woman. Alright. <laughs> Alright, man. But yeah, um this this was something that me and Sam had briefly talked about in our meeting. Yes, we were talking about under the bus. Uh oh. I mean, just like you threw me on the bus. And like you about to put me on the spot while y'all throwing each other under the bus. Of course. That's what we do on hot sauce. We like to get hot and spicy, so let's stop playing and let's pop this thing off. Let's do it. So I, what I want to do, what I was talking about is uh, we were talking about the double, the double standards on Twitter. As you know, we all are fellow Twitter users, mm-hmm. and we see every day the quote-unquote gender dysphoria wars that go on on a daily fucking basis right. between the black men on Twitter and the black women on Twitter. And so what I notice is, I'm asking you because yeah. if you see it too, I noticed for a while, for a while now, we've been in the age of women where you know. These days, these not these days, but for a while now, mm-hmm. you know, women have been on, especially on social media, have been way more vocal. They're more vocal now than ever in calling men out on their shit. Okay. And for me personally, as a man, as a logical thinking man, mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing wrong with that because, mm-hmm. again, when you look through history, you, when you look at everything that's been going on since the beginning of time, men, it's been, it's been put in our face that 
Man, man, there's somebody fucked up in here. <laughs> man, there's some really, really fucked up trash individuals. That's wild. It's, 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 it's a gift. And so, you said that, not me. I know, I said that. Yeah, he and he's standing on it. He said I mean, he's standing on it. Here's the thing. It's, it's, hey, patriarchy. it's patriarchy. Yeah, you can't confirm or deny that. Like, you have to... As I feel like as a man, you have to understand. You have to understand that this is real. Like this patriarchy is a real thing. For sure. Again, these women are not saying this. They're not talking out the ass. It's it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Now that being said, I'm also an equal opportunity person. Sure. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you're going to get on black men about what we need to do, mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. However, when we bring valid critiques towards black women. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they need to do to be better as well. I, I every time I see even the most logical critique on a black woman, mm-hmm. it always gets it always either gets pushed back on the man, mm-hmm. or it's almost if it's it's almost if it's like black men are not allowed to speak to speak or give any type of critiques to black women, even if it's something that's you know that's correct. actually correct. Yeah, I see a lot of times where it's correct. But because the environment, the climate that we're in, like you can't really say certain things, even if it's true, because mm-hmm. then certain women, certain women in that space are gonna gang up on you sure. and call you misogynist, say mm-hmm. you hate women when it's not even the case. Sure. So I think I see a lot of double standards with that because it's almost if it's if it's like you know, it's almost. I just know for me personally, I just, I understand mm-hmm. that, but also just like as a man who tries and make sure he does his best to do mm-hmm. the right thing every single day. Mm-hmm. It's just tiring seeing, you know, it's tiring to see men who do, the, who do the right thing, who clearly are for the women, even if it doesn't look like it. I, it's tire, It's so tiring of seeing men having to, having to um, pay for the sins of another man who does the complete opposite. It's fucking tiring. Like, and I, that's one thing I just noticed with that double standard, mm-hmm. with um, just men critiquing men. I mean, me personally... Men should do should stay in men's business. Men <laughs> stay in women's business. But a lot of times, it's a little hard to come by. Yeah. So I want to see what both of you guys have felt. Um. I and mean, have you seen any of that in general? For sure. For sure. I mean, as a woman, like, it's it's. I definitely understand what you're talking about. There is a double standard, and I mean, those are the effects of patriarchy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When you live in quote unquote a man's world, yeah. a lot of what happens to you is because of men. So a lot of your critique is going to be on to men. So as a woman coming from the other side, when you're hearing this critique from a man who's yeah. done all, or men who do yeah. all, not necessarily the man, but yeah. men do these other things to yeah. you. It's like, I don't want to hear what you have to say to me. Right. Look at this world we live in. Look at this. I have to walk down the street afraid for my life every day. Yeah. And you're talking about you're mad because you don't want to, we can't, you can't critique us. You know what I mean? So that's, as a woman, that's what yeah. it kind of comes off as. But mm-hmm. I'll say this too. Women can be stupid too. Like women can be women have double standards. Can be women. Uh, we're not are. doing that. We're not doing that. We're not are. I'm the misogynist of the group. Apparently, that's what they tell me. <laughs> I mean, I, I, sometimes it's, it's based on your own experiences. Like sometimes people are only speaking from what they've experienced. Right. They can't separate what goes on in their life from what goes on in somebody mm-hmm. else's life, and uh, people's projection show especially on Twitter. oh definitely projection show and that's my day. thing with the whole twitter thing like a lot of these conversations that we're having shouldn't yeah. be happening on twitter first and foremost like right. first of all we in front of company <laughs> second of all like you know you if, you, just, if you the real ones that know you're from company now. means you, the real ones that know no in front of company y'all showing out and twitter it does not allow for nuance so Twitter does not allow for... There's no gray area yeah, for Yeah, it's either like right or wrong. And a lot of times, two things can be true, and men and women can't can't uh, can't admit, admit to that. Are y'all friends or something? Like I'm a reasonable person. I'm a reasonable no, person, I'm a reasonable person. It's just crazy, because that's the same line he always says, like, two things can be true. It can be. It can be. And it hurts. It hurts. Sometimes I, I, it's really, I'm really aware. disappointing. But yeah. it's it's the fact that... We can't come to that agreement is where a lot of these because somebody has to feel like they're right. I feel like yeah, that's a, that's one thing too. It's a lot of times when I see certain things, especially with the dating topics they come, they mm. talk about on Twitter, all of it's rooted in ego. When it comes to men and women, Jerry, absolutely, it's, it's rooted in ego and experience. That's why I don't really be caring to talk about dating like that because everybody's experience with dating is different. Yes, a lot of people, clearly, people experience a lot of fucked up shit, but there's absolutely. people who haven't experienced it. So it's like a lot of it. 
it's just rooted again it's rooted in ego it's rooted in what can you do for me mm-hmm. what's beneficial to me mm-hmm. it's like I don't really participate in that because for one you can't really tell anybody about the experience right. you know everybody's experience is different and right. it's so fucked up that you know they, a lot of people with Twitter don't believe in gray areas or they just choose not to believe in gray areas it has to yeah. be this way or the other way yeah like a lot Twitter. of shit's not a lot of shit's not real a lot of shit's, a lot of shit's fiction a lot of it's like the fucking meta, meta world yeah universe. in fact metaverse and a lot of mm-hmm. people's dating experiences are trash and a lot of people's dating experiences are dope but those dope experiences don't get shared like the yeah. trash experiences get shared so I can't I don't get on Twitter and tell you I had the greatest date of all time and I'm head over heels and blah 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 but, but gonna look, he, gonna just jump you mentioned just jump down your throat. And yeah, it's like, but if I get on Twitter and I say, uh, you know, oh, I, I reached for the check and he let me grab it, that'll start a conversation <laughs> on Twitter. Like, that's so that's crazy. Just a fact. That shit does like, start it's just a fact. So people, like you said earlier, people like mess sometimes. But what would you want me to do? I mean, but you grab the. You're grabbing the check. I agree. If you, had it, what you reaching for? Head, no, what you I agree. Six feet salary. You but some women, some women don't mind paying checks, but you don't see that on Twitter. You don't see women bragging about paying for men's dinner on Twitter. Exactly, because they will, because they will get clowned exactly. by women. Exactly, you will pick me. So it's like, I'm oh a, my god, I'm gonna shut up about my dope experiences, can. but I'm gonna share all the trash ones, and that's how we get to the place we please, are. Please, please, all niggas out there, if you like paying for the meal in the date. You know, call me or whatever. <laughs> it's like motherfuckers treat that you shit. Can, you can pay all day. They treat that shit like a business. They treat it like a transaction. That it, and so that's what trash. we are. We're in a transactional dating world where people want everything given to them and they don't want to have to give anything. And so I'm of the belief that we should share as much positivity as possible because all we see is a bunch of negative stuff. Like we don't see the success stories. We don't see, you know, the true love and all that good stuff. And love is hard and dating is hard. But yeah. if all we share is the trash, then we're going to come out saying this experience is trash. I honestly think a lot of y'all motherfuckers need therapy. Everybody does. Everybody. I'm a proponent of that. I think every every black person on earth needs therapy for sure. For mm-hmm. sure, for sure. Blame the company that watches <laughs> the some of the bullshit. Nah, facts. What you think, Sammy? Huh? What you think, Sammy, on this topic? What you think? On this topic? I yeah, mean, sure, you know, sure. I chimed in a tad, you know. Like, <laughs> I honestly, like... It'd it be going all types of ways mm. for me, because... Clearly, I'm not the heterosexual black man, mm-hmm. so I don't have the exact same experiences that you would have, but mm-hmm. I mean, I get, I see the double standard on everything a lot on, let's just say like, I don't know, I, I be feeling like, I be feeling like my Twitter experience is super 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 different from like everyone mm. else's like i don't be seeing i see the trash conversations on the timeline but because i build my timeline like around sports and entertainment like i don't just follow a lot of random people I on twitter follow, I don't follow random and people. i feel like that's where these dumb conversations be coming from like the random Page, you seen them have a tweet one time and had 56,000 likes mm-hmm. on it and you go follow them or whatever and that's why you're seeing this conversation like my personal friends that I follow are not on Twitter talking about oh should we go on a $200 day <laughs> like cause if they want to go on a fucking $200 day they're, gonna do they're just gonna go on a $200 day yeah. like I, I hate when I see the stuff though cause some of the people I follow from college, they always be getting into the damn shit. Mm. Bro, like, mm. oh, oh, the Twitter topic of it's the a day. Lot, it's, a lot, it's a lot of people that I know personally that be deep as hell on them shits. It's, it's, it's people who, it's people who not, who some folks, certain people in the, who expire to do similar shit like us, they be in that shit. And then there's other folks who I know who just know work, work regular jobs. Exactly, they like, they really don't have nothing. Shit. Like that's their adrenaline rush. Yeah, that's their entertainment that they do. And a lot so of times, I mean, I, I guess I can't be at first. It didn't, at at them first, for that. it didn't really bother me. Like when it started start happening at first, but now, like at, I, since the pandemic, like everything, I don't know. If, if it's it because been. it's been everything's been heightened, but it's like seen it, it's, it's increased. It's increases more, and it's like more irritating now than ever. So yeah. now it's to the point now it just started blowing me, and it's like it blows me even more when I see people that I know in real life participating, saying things that 
I I've I know them in real life. I've seen how they are. Yeah. Thank this you. This is not this is not who you are. Man. This is not who you are. This is not how you talk. I know you. I've been around you long enough. It's the men should pay all the bills part for me, but you living in a house where not only are you paying majority of the bills, you your man ain't even helping on nothing. Like Listen. so, how how you on Twitter popping off? About oh a man a man should pay everything and blah 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 and girl you over here paying eighty percent like See, I don't get it I think the disconnect is a lot of our generation is trying to date and have marriages like our parents did when we live in a completely different world there's no way that a human being can afford to pay all the bills in a one per, in a two person household in twenty twenty two it makes it's just impossible it makes zero sense it's impossible it's, impossible. it's, it's not impossible. even it's not even a fact that it's impossible it makes no sense if Two grown adults are living in a house together. Yeah. Why is it so hard to understand the concept of 50 50? People are delusional. Or however y'all yeah, arrange it. Yeah. But and it's not like, going to be 50 50 for everybody. Sometimes yeah. it might be whatever, whatever works for whatever you. Whatever it works for you. But at the same time, like, I think it's stupid that you go to work. You go to work five days a week and I go to work five days a week. Hell, you probably making more money than me, but you expect me to pay all the bills because I have a penis. People are like, people are selfish. A man. lot of people are selfish. In yeah, and a lot and of plus, people shouldn't be dating, bro. A lot of people just should really, not bro. be in the dating. Because there's a lot of people that I notice with both men and women mm-hmm. that be that have that new age thinking. Mm-hmm. They're trying to be new. They're trying to be new age, but still have that that traditional, old traditional experience. Yeah, whereas like. I, I'm new age, but this person needs needs to be older traditional. It's, it don't it's, work like that. Well, well, this is the struggle, and I talk about this with with uh, yeah. friends and people that I've dated. Women yeah. are in a space now where we're mm-hmm. at the same time trying to forward the family, but at the same time trying to carve out our own section of independence and patriarchy. And that's what I I love that too. Yeah, I see a lot of, a lot of y'all. It's women tough be, becoming more. No, they're they're choosing them more. Yeah, yeah, but it, but it's a tough thing because you know we still want a husband and kids and family, etc. But we don't want to go through the same things that our mothers and our grandmothers right. and our great grandmothers right. went through to get those things. Right, right, right. We want all those things and to be happy still. Right. So we're in a way where we're trying to balance it out. Where okay, what can I get from this man and still feel fulfilled while I don't feel like I'm giving him everything and getting nothing? Right. Some women take that and say, "I oh, well, I want the man to give me everything and I don't want to give him nothing." That's not. Realistic. Because why would a man want to be with you if you're not giving him nothing? But there are men Think out here stupid. doing. There are men well, out here because, doing that. And those men can't do for themselves, so they don't even care. And like, that's why the game's like, messed up. Yeah, that's why they can't. They feel. They feel so they, they can't stick up for themselves because yep. it's like you know, you know, the man has that man has to change, do this and the third. But then when you ask the woman to change, she'd be like, "Nope, I'm not changing. This is who I am. That's yep. just how I am." And, and that's not that's exactly. very toxic. And if you can't speak up for yourself, and you're just doing it. Just so she could be happy, you not happy, then that's a problem. That's a fact. That's an issue. That's yep. a fact. Like, everyone needs You have to counseling. speak out as well. Like this is a partnership. Like you, when you're in a relationship, it's a partnership between between you and you know your 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 lover. Mm-hmm. Like it's supposed to be hundred hundred on both ends. Where it's like fifty fifty. Where it's like you know it's supposed to be intentional. You're supposed to communicate. You're supposed to have those tough conversations mm-hmm. where you guys need to talk and just hash things out. That is the only way. That's gonna work. Communication and um, what is it? Um, compromise. Mm-hmm. Certain things you're, if you want it to work, you're gonna have to compromise. And a lot of I'll say, a lot of folks yeah. don't want to compromise. A lot of women don't want to compromise. I'll say it. Like a lot of women do not want to compromise. A lot of men don't. It's true. No, they don't even know how to compromise. It's true. So. It's true. It's, it's true, true. So I mean. Hey, listen, everybody should go out into the real world, touch some grass, talk to some real people. Real people are real. Yes. And it's crazy because now that we're in a pandemic, um, it's not the same. It's not easy anymore to go out and meet people because, Mm. I mean, if let's be real. If you're really taking this seriously, like you're wearing your mask, you're going to a place, you're getting in and going, you're getting in, getting out because... You don't want to be around this type of stuff, right. and now so many people throughout these few years, like so many people are really like heavy on these dating apps, mm. and that's also screwing people's perception of what a real relationship is or how you really meet people. Because mm. on these dating apps, all people want to do is just fuck, and that's yeah. it. 
Like, so you like, oh, I mean, niggas is trash, niggas is trash. Some stories. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I, I've always been a genuine meet people. Obviously, I have a, a dope personality. Mm-hmm. People always gravitate towards me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the pandemic has really hurt that because I can't just go to, I can't just go to Jack's. Um, pizza and wings, and just be turning up, and people walk up to me and talk to me. Like, yeah, that's gone. They and they, I, I can't and they search that you. That's gone now, cause like now it's like people are just more awkward than ever. It's like people don't know how to talk to people. People mm. be on their phones all the time. And this is really pushing. This is really pushing the the jump way earlier than expected but th- it's about to really be a virtual lifestyle yeah. because oh yeah i've heard about that with the well, stuff even, too it's, yeah and that's once and that comes exactly. up it's and this, this pandemic has really helped push that a lot faster than what it's supposed to be Terrible. people are really not gonna be able to meet people in person it's all Bro, gonna it's be like, an online was, experience i see people talking about the metaverse saying how good it is i'm actually a bit terrified no. seeing seeing what way it really might be it's it's an opportunity for people who aren't satisfied with real life to create another life and that's terrifying because the real world is still gonna happen you still year. gotta deal with the real world like you can create the meta world however you want it's just to be. a distraction man from what's what's really going on in your real life like they're gonna have you spending money in a fake world they're gonna have you doing all sorts of stuff while they pull strings behind behind the scenes and yeah, like, believe the real been pulling strings right behind, with all this stick going on right in front of your face strings. right in front of your face strings. so yeah metaverse touch some grass everybody go outside touch talk some grass, to real people be out with your, be out with your folks Facts. get out do something yeah. Healthy communication is is at a premium right now because we getting into a scary a scary place. It's getting nasty. Yeah, man. no doubt, no doubt. All right, we gotta get one more topic. Uh, there's so many ones to choose from. All right, well, who's making? I'll stick to my favorite topic. Um, music. What do you guys think of Gunna and uh, Weekend's albums? Did y'all even listen? You know I didn't listen to either one of them. I'm about to say, no, I actually haven't either. I'm at a point with music right now where it's just so much out that I don't have time. I don't I, care. I tell this, I tell this Negro this every episode. <laughs> every episode. And I he think, always asks me about some shit that I wouldn't listen to. Like listen if, to Gunna, No, I don't like Gunna. I, 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 and I've told you this many times. I, I, love little, I love Lil Baby. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to Lil Baby all day. Don't like Gunna. I'm not mad at that. Like I'm not mad at it's, that. And I don't I, I don't did, like yeah. dislike him. He's just not it's my not my, my thing. Yeah, it's not for you. And, it, and that's the thing. It's so much music out. Like there's so much music out from artists we know, artists we love to undiscovered artists. Like any, I could put a song out right now. It's just so much music out. So, I don't know if it's just me getting older, but I used to be on the blogs and all that, the hip hop blogs, seeing everything that comes out. I don't just don't have the time. I don't have the energy. So now it's just my people put me on dope stuff. They know what I like. You send me something, I'll check it out. Cool, but Thursday nights, man, I just can't wait up. I can't wait nah, up. No certain like artists, I, certain artists, I'll wait up. But for sure. a lot of times, I'll listen to it the next day. Mm-hmm. But for the Thursday night joints, if I happen to be up, I catch it. I'll catch it. I mean, I, I get it. I get it, but I know. I guess for me personally, I still, I still catch on because yeah. I want, because I choose to and I want to. Yeah. But it's going, but it depends on who's out. Yeah. Even if, even if it, even if a specific artists come out like on that Thursday night, I might not check it. Mm-hmm. I might just be, I'll check it. I'll check it the next day. This nigga, you know, you always listen to music. Yeah. I keep up. I keep up, man. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I just because I choose to. I want to keep mm-hmm. up. I'm going to check out the weekend's album at some point, but. Did I listen to it yet? No, I mean, cause I it wasn't. I don't know. I think a lot of these music artists have forgotten the art of mm. marketing and promotion. And I'm just like, if you don't get me excited yeah. to want to listen to your album with the promotions and marketing, I'm definitely not gonna be in a hurry to to check it out. Sure. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I well, I still haven't listened to Adele CDs. So. Ooh, you bugging out? I, li- I listened to it once. You're it's good. bugging out. It's good. I mean, not, Are you an Adele fan? No, I oh, mean right. she's cool. I don't not like her music, yeah. but I don't go up for her. Yeah, I mean it's not for you. I love it personally. Now you know Rihanna dropped an album. Okay, that's 12, I mean, 12 o'clock. Dang, dang, 12 o'clock on Thursday night. What's that? What's that? But that's the beautiful thing about music. Like there's something for everybody right now, and you don't have to like every. Good, that's the only yeah. good thing about studying music. There's something for everybody. Literally, any anybody can find something that they like. So I appreciate that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how, how do you feel about gun off? <laughs> okay, I fuck with that. Right? <laughs> he said, okay. Um, <laughs> weekends, um, at first, it took, it took a bit for me to get into, but like once I got into the groove of the album, it's very fire. I'm, Mm. Yeah, I'm not it's big different. on Pop Weekend, but you know. Yeah, well, like, I get what he's trying to do because I realized. Well, he brought it up that he's actually is actually a trilogy going on between mm. Dawn FM and After Hours. So when he brought that into perspective, again, listening to the weekend mm. more and more, not for the expectations, but to just, for the sake of just following following him the through him. the story and through the musical experience, made me appreciate the album, maybe love the album, enjoy it so mm. much more. Oh, and I'm opposite. I actually, I fuck with Pop. What pop star weekend? Okay, House of Blues weekend. I was, it. I was. What? I wasn't really. I wasn't even. That's I wasn't really in the. That's oh, unfortunate. That's the weekend I know. Yeah, facts. Yeah, and I, and I like. I don't. I heard it, but I just like. Eh. I don't hate all his new stuff. There's a couple right. songs here and there that I love, it's but that old like, stuff is just like it was for me. And now I don't think he makes music for me anymore. You don't, because yeah. like what I guess because everybody was depressed back then. I don't know. Everybody was depressed back then. That's why everybody loved. But no, no, I was, no I was we young. weren't. Depressed. I was young, and a lot of the stuff that he was talking about, I wasn't even experiencing yet. But the music I was don't just know. It, thank you. Quality. I don't know what the hell he was thinking. He was about. doing all kinds. It I was, was the it yeah, was, was the vibe. School. It was 2011. It was the vibe for me. I was in high school, so a lot of what he was talking about, I couldn't even relate to. Because now that I'm older, I know oh, like. Oh, all right, he was talking about sniffing coke. Yes, and like glass table like, girls and all gas? that. But it's still my. It's still a jam. Yeah, because it's like. It, <laughs> that's a classic, man. That's a classic. Yeah, he was just making music for me back then, even though I, I I didn't relate to what he was talking to. That music was just it resonated. Yeah, I don't. Weekend pop isn't necessarily resonating for me right now. Maybe it will later. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you can't really tell anybody. You can't really tell anybody what to do with that music. If it's not for you, it's not for you. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. And on that note. On that note, do anybody got like little quick, quick, quick shout outs? Should promo. Because you know his. All right, so I got like I was like I was saying before I was eat before I was um. It wasn't rudely interrupted. Rudely interrupted. It wasn't. I was rudely interrupted. Okay. All right, so again, let me shout out the real niggas that do the podcast. All the real men that do the podcast that do the podcast world. First and foremost, I want to shout out my guy, Al Patron. Check his podcast out, Learn Life. Check out the guys at the Barbershop Network doing summer sessions. Hey. Brought on live, the third pick, Two Minute Drill, Same Life in Hallis, them guys. Um, also, my guy, our guy, the man, the man, the myth, the legend. Stay busy with all my hey. son, real nigga as well. Yes, I for rock sure. And uh, yeah. I hope you're telling all these people to watch our podcast. <laughs> Watch our fucking podcast please, as well. Please. Watch Hot Sauce. Watch For the Cat. Watch all our podcasts. Yeah. I ain't doing all this free promo for nothing. I fuck with y'all niggas, but shit. I'm just saying. Rock retweet, with us. A retweet or a repost or something. Or something. something. Hey, help me out. Help me yeah. out. Yeah, I'm the first guest in 2022. So it's been love. Hello. And I, I like it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know? The best way to kick off the new year. Many more guests to come. To come. Mm. <laughs> Sick nigga. Ah, <laughs> is that type of podcast now? Bro, uh, <laughs> your ass Welcome up. to the casting Roll couch. Sorry. Right. <laughs> and on that note, what does Bree? You got any shout outs? Any shout outs? Oh, I'm gonna shout myself out. Y'all can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Bree underscore Singleton. Follow the nonprofit free game program, trying to help young student Ooh. athletes. You know what I mean? Queen Cozy here. Trying to building. do my part. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Queen Cozy okay. here in the building. You know what I mean? Getting fit. So you already know it's your boy Sammy Socialite. You know. Um, I am not there because I have a shout out that I want to say. Can I do that? Can I do my? I wanted to get my name out too, but yes, get your oh, shout out. Oh, JT. It is good shout out, brother. Anyway, so like I said, it's semi social. I just want to shout out to all the people that are loyal to Hot Sauce, loyal to Eating Sports Chat. I appreciate you. Thank you. Wouldn't be here without y'all. Keep watching. I got more coming. It's about to get nice. 2022, we taking over. Now, what JT was trying to do. It's your boy, Sammy Socialite. And it's your guy, just JT. Guy. Yeah, nigga. Hey, and this has been another great episode of Hot Sauce. We will see you guys next time. <laughs>